This is the SB Live Washington podcast, your weekly conversation about high school sports and the people who play them across the Evergreen State. I'm Andy Bueller, your host and a reporter with SB Live. The Geico State Championship Bowl Series came and went, and the Graham Kapowson Eagles made headlines, not just in the state of Washington, but across the country. Putting people on notice, Graham Kapowson beats Collins Hill from Georgia, nationally ranked 40-36 to in epic fashion on a 32-yard bullet pass from Josh Wood to Stephen Mars, and we had to jump on the mic to talk about this game. The we I'm talking about is a senior reporter with SB Live. He's back home in Tacoma where he is the prodigal son and the very pride of the town, but he was just in Las Vegas on the sidelines at this game to witness Graham Kapowson make a little bit of history. Todd Millis is with me. Todd, you've covered a lot of great games from high school to pro to local bowling leagues to college. Where does GK's win stand in all of that? Man, Andy, I, t- I tell you, I, I'm hard pressed. I, I know, you know, our good friend Matt Evans brought up a game that that I was at state championship game with Chiawana and Camus and that crazy ending um, was something, um, a sight to behold. There's been some interesting things, in fact, that have happened in the Tacoma Dome in the semifinals and finals of Gridiron Classic over the years. But in terms of what was at stake and TV, you know, a nationally ranked opponent in front of them, a, a team with, you know, a, a, a very brash, talented team in Collins Hill. Um, and to, to, to watch the ending of that game, a game that had, now, l- listen to this, let your brain kind of process this, Andy. 10 lead changes, Andy. 10. That's how back and forth this game was. It was Collins Hill and Travis Hunter would score. GK, Josh Wood would come back and score. I mean, it was just back and forth, back and forth. From start to finish, it was as good a football game as not only I've, I've covered in person, but I've seen in person. And, and uh, you know, that, that, uh, that little engine that could with the big offensive line from Washington prevailing, that, that was a sight to behold, a, a great moment for the state of Washington. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, Graham Kapowson puts the ultimate cherry on top of a season that, uh, I mean, it's, 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 hard to, it's hard to just put into context how much G.K., superseded expectations of this season. This is a season that, you know, a lot of people saw coming. We were able to see coming from, you know, a year out of, hey, this is going to be Eric Curley as a great coach and has been a multiple decades long coach of this program and has has won a lot of games at Graham Kapowson. But this is going to be his generational team. And the question all year was, what can this team do on the statewide stage? And the question each week is, as GK beat teams by an average of 40 points all year was, does this team have a weakness? Is anybody going to be able to chip away at this at this group? And I, I think to finish the to finish their season uh, like they did in that stage at Bishop Gorman in Las Vegas on ESPNU. Uh, I mean, you experienced it from the game, and and of course you can read all that coverage at scorebooklab.com slash Washington uh, in the SB Live Sports app, Todd. It was it was so much fun uh, to follow this game uh, from the broadcast from your coverage. Uh, to read your stories about about Josh Wood and the just the just amazing amazing finish to to a, an incredible high school career uh, from that young man, um, but just all the storylines too. I mean, you mentioned the ten lead changes, but those two long drives that Wood and GK's offense orchestrated to come back twice when it seemed like Collins Hill um, just always had an answer. 
Um, you have Josh Woods' masterful performance in his final high school game, just making a lot of Division I Power 5 programs look really short-sighted. He doesn't have a single FBS offer at this time, and I'd love to see what his phone looked like waking up the morning after this one. But you also had the number one receiver in the country, Todd, in Travis Hunter, playing for Collins Hill, who made headlines this week when he had a last-second early signing day flip from Florida State to HBCU Power, Jackson State head coach uh, Deion Sanders. And then you have Collins Hill, smack-talking GK, getting off the bus You have its head coach calling out the top-ranked modern day of California last week for ducking the game entirely. And you have a GK team that just relished in all of that. Um, Set the scene for me in terms of, you know, what it was like being on the field, what it was like um, witnessing that final play, those final drives, and just set the scene after the game uh, in in watching this team celebrate. I mean, I want to go back to the pregame. You mentioned the the smack talking and the stuff that Colin said. This is a I mean, to see these guys in person, Andy, with all that division one, and Travis Hunter, you know, talking to, to 24-7 recruiting, national recruiting guy, good friend of mine, Brandon Huffman, he texts me and says, enjoy the cheat code. And that's exactly what he is. I mean, his jittery movement, his hips, the, the, the angular gait, the way he high points balls. I mean, the catch he made on the last drive on a ball that was thrown a little bit behind him on third down, that was big. He catches what could have easily been the, the game-winning touchdown. I mean, 10 catches, 176, 77 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, he he was he did all he could for, for his team to win this football game. But I've seen this before a little bit where a team is in, you know, is, is being talked about in the national conversation, national title conversation. And all of a sudden they're playing a, a GK team that's, you know, on the out, uh, you know, sort of a outer top 25, top 30 national team nationally that maybe isn't getting the recognition or the credit it deserves. And we got to go to Vegas and play Graham Kapowson from Washington. I mean, let's let's from Washington. I mean, their coach after the game basically said, I, you know, it's obvious that GK knew that we were good because they were prepared for us and they played like that. They had a game plan. He goes, I'm not so sure my guys realized how good this team was from Washington. Not saying that they took them lightly. Um, not saying that their their sights were on something greater, but it just I, I think they got in with a team that ran at you downhill, Andy. And and I think I think they realized pretty early on that this is a team that meant business, that was physical, that had a bigger offensive line. And yeah, I you look at Collins Hill, probably a little more talent across the board, fast guys, division one guys everywhere, but you know, I, I talked to one of their football booster guys, a guy that studies film. His, his, his son was an assistant coach at Collins Hill. And, and we were talking about middle of the third quarter. And he goes, you know, I, I watched the film of these guys. And this was the first team I saw that I thought that could beat Collins Hill just because of their downhill running style. And I told my son, I said, hey, these guys worry me. And he goes, hey, dad, we got it all taken care of. We're fine, you know. And, and, and the guy's thinking, you know, this is a team that, means it's physical nature. People had maybe tried to run around him, but nobody they thought he thought that really tried to run at these guys. And this was the first kind of test of that, um, that style of play. And it, and it really played out beautifully. I mean, as you, as I, you know, I, they had 472 yards of total offense against this defense, um, but needed every second on the clock, Andy, to win this football game and, and to see Josh Wood pull that off and Steven Mars catch, a ball when there was two guys in the vicinity was 
I, I'm still scratching my head, Andy. I still can't believe what I saw. Um, you know, six, 63 yards in, in 27 seconds. But it's Josh Wood, man. It's Josh Wood. The guy is just, he is perpetually calm. The guy is just, he is, he is a cool customer. And you're right. Short-sighted is a great word to describe it. I would imagine things are going to heat up for Josh Wood uh, on the football recruiting um, uh, on the football recruiting front here over the next few weeks. He did not sign with Eastern this past week, so he is still open to sign with another football program. I can think of a couple of programs in state that could use some some bolstering in their in their quarterback rooms. A um, couple of big name programs too, and, and if those two programs uh, or any other program, you know, even in uh, you know outside of Washington. Uh, somebody is going to get really lucky if they come along and, and lure this guy away from Eastern. Um, but, you know, even more credit uh, to Eastern for, for being able to land uh, a commitment from Josh Wood um, because, you know, his story, and I want to get into this a little bit, Todd, just to kind of set into context, um, you know, how amazing Josh Wood's high school career has been in such a short time. He made his first start in the spring, uh, in that shortened COVID spring season. GK runs the table in that spring season and and Josh Wood, you know, shows that, you know, this GK team, I think the question going back into the spring was like, there's so much talent in this team. The line is so solid. The, the skill guys, you have a, a, you know, a running back stable that's, uh, you know, really dynamic. You have a, you know, a receiver in Juice Mason that can, that is a terrific playmaker. Um, and, you know, can this quarterback step up and, and be the missing piece in this team? And, and I mean, he was more than that. He was he could not have, have exceeded uh, any any question beyond that. But he finishes his high school career without ever losing a game in a GK Eagles uniform. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, I've covered this program pretty much my entire sports writing career, Andy. He's the best quarterback. And I, I love Dylan Morris. I love his leadership. I love the way you can move a football down the field, but this is the best quarterback this program's ever had. And to me, it's not even close. And you'd have to, you'd have to, and they've had a lot of great players come through this program. Foster Sorrell. Uh, and we mentioned Dylan Morris. I mean, a lot of talent that's gone on and played college football and, and, and been in NFL camps. Um, he's the best, he's the best football player I've ever seen come out of Graham Capaza. Um, uh, 20 and zero as a starter. Um, I can't, I can't explain. I don't know what it looked like on TV, but I can't explain to you the pressure he was under play after play after play against this really fast defense from Collins Hill. And the way he processed it and a couple of those touchdown passes that I think he saw split second and then just let it rip. I, I just shake my head at man. I mean, I told him after the game, you, you managed that last drive. You have 20 varsity starts under your belt, and you look like a 10-year NFL vet. I mean, that's, you know, he's talking about what his whole process was. I wanted to get a short pass here. I wanted to get outside. I wanted to get to the sideline and get a timeout here. Uh, I wanted to m- complete a pass to give us an option on a field goal to send the game into overtime. I mean, he's explaining to me his whole process on every play, four plays on the final drive in 27 seconds what he's thinking the and then and then for him to look at Steven Mars on that last play because Steven Mars told him he's I'm gonna run a I'm gonna run a fade pattern here you can get me and he goes no backside post he goes if my two guys um aren't open I think the safety might creep up and I think if you if you can get some separation I'm going to you and that's exactly what he did um I mean this guy is 
is thinking ahead on the fly. He's a chess player playing high school football checkers, man. I mean, it's, it's so obvious he has the it factor. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see who finally pulls the trigger on this guy and says, you know what? We've seen enough. You're, you're going to be our guy at a, at a pretty big football program moving forward. Yeah, and, and a lot of credit, credit to Stephen Mars for pulling that down. I mean, you know, he, he's a defensive back first, right? And, you know, he's, he's, not the, he, he's not the number one option out there. And so for him, for him to, to do that and to make that play in, in the final moments of this game, and, I mean, one second left on the clock, Todd. Um, if you haven't seen the play, uh, I would just log on to Twitter.com. It should pop up pretty quickly. I think somebody said Graham Kapowson was trending on Twitter yesterday, which is, I don't know where they were trending. I'd imagine, uh, you know, across the state of Washington or something like that. But it was really fun to follow this game uh, from social media and from afar, Todd, while you were on the sidelines. You had you had schools, head coaches, uh, you know, and from high school, you had some of the best players from this state um, who in some of the, some, you know, college, former high school standouts who are now playing in college just a chorus and I, of, of support for GK and for Josh Wood and for that O-line and for this group uh, to, to do what they did in Las Vegas and to put a cherry on top of this season, finishing 15-0. and 0. And can, can we just – I mean, this is a team that – we haven't recorded a podcast since Gridiron Classic a couple weeks ago, Todd. This is a team that won the 4A state championship game, Washington's biggest classification, 44-7. to 7. This is a team that won the, the handed a state semifinal team in Kamiakin a 42-0 loss in the state semis. I mean, this is this is a, just an utter dominant all-time historical season from Graham Kapowson. It should be viewed as such. It will be remembered as such. And uh, Todd, I, I'm just really glad you were there to see it uh, and, and to document it for uh, you know everyone for high school sports fans, uh, not only in Washington. Um, but beyond, and, and and hey, maybe, maybe some of those fans uh, in Georgia can go and and read up on this team that that they apparently were sleeping on uh, for the last uh, week here as we were leading up to this game. So what a historical day! This is a a, a bowl series that is relatively new. Todd uh, Eastside Catholic has played in this game twice, gone one and one uh, in their run of in in its run of uh, you know really stellar talent laden teams. Um, but Graham Kapowson putting Washington on the map even even more so. Uh, so well, you mentioned that Eastside Catholic team. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you this much: to, to Eric Curley's credit, he talked to Dom Dosti uh, a little bit um, before this game, uh, facing a Georgia team. You know, uh, Eastside Catholic played a Georgia team a couple years ago uh, in the second, and then back of that second game of the back-to-back appearances. And, and I know one one thing that Dom told him, he says, in retrospect, the one thing I wish I had done in that game, and they got, they got beat pretty soundly um, in that game, but he said, one thing I, 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 I wish that we had done and done earlier and more often was run the football. And he reiterated that um, point to Eric, which is music to Eric's ears, as you know, power football, power running football, and to see that, that program, you know, stick to what it is. You know, it's it's a it's not the flashiest offense, but it's a fun offense to see because a lot of it is Josh Wood off play action. Um, but they want to run the football. They want to punish you. And, and, and they and they stuck to that identity against a very good Georgia opponent. So Dom Dossie deserves a, a little assist there. Just saying, hey, Eric, do what you do. Run the football. I wish I did two years ago. Uh, maybe that outcome would have been a little bit closer.
No question. And and speaking of that, I know uh, you know a lead back at GK D- Jalen Davenport, also the team's top linebacker, went out with an injury early in yesterday's game. I think it even further uh, shows how GK had to rally to win this game uh, late, playing without one of its top players. Uh, in the second half, but uh, thoughts out to Jalen Davenport. Uh, I'm not sure the extent of that injury. Well, yeah, it's, it looks like a knee, Andy. Um, it's gonna, he's, he's probably their best returning player next year as a senior. Um, the leader of that defense in the, in the linebacking core, one of their really good running backs. But it, it looks like it's a serious knee injury, so it's going to be an uphill battle to get him back and, and ready for a senior year, but he's got some time. No question. If you missed or want to relive any part of this game, head to scorebooklive.com slash Washington. Todd wrote a story on the game. He wrote a story on Travis Hunter, the receiver. He wrote a story on Josh Wood. And there's some great highlights in there from uh, SB Live California's Lance Smith, who was also at the game. There's a tremendous photo gallery from uh, Jan Hendry, who uh, photographed that game for SB Live. Uh, one of my favorite, I mean, she she had a her picture of, of Hunter's catch there at the end was, was phenomenal. Um, just outstretched up in the air over two guys. I mean, it was a highlight, it was a, you know, a viral highlight. Um, but her, her picture of, uh, and her progression of Stephen Mars catch on that last play, just look at the faces in the background uh, of that, of that picture of that progression. You have people behind uh, the stanchions behind the end zone, freaking out in real time and, and just, you know, having the exact same reactions that you and me were having watching that play. So tons on the, on SB live scorebooklive.com slash Washington and the SB live sports app. Todd, you and I are turning. We have already turned the page to the basketball season, which is well underway here with holiday tournaments, uh, you know, going on as we speak right now here on Sunday, December 19th. But our last, we're about to put this football season to bed. SB Live's All-State, All-Classification, All-State teams will release this week, so be on the lookout for that. Also be on the lookout for our holiday tournament coverage. Uh, we've got reporters at the Hardwood Invite, that new tournament in Auburn, uh, which has attracted a lot of in-state talent uh, and a, a fun school in Winter Haven from Florida that's got some, some college prospects there. Uh, that's a new tournament that they're hoping sticks around uh, and builds from a strong year one. I was at the Curtis uh, Winter Classic on Thursday watching a lot of great basketball. I'll be at the Les Schwab Invitational, no Washington teams, uh, but you know a lot of great teams from the Portland area and, and two in SB Lives uh, and Sports Illustrated's National Power 25 basketball rankings. Todd, you're going to be up at the uh, Linden Christian Tournament, is that right? Covering, covering some girls hoops? Yes. Really good girls basketball tournaments. Uh, the 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 peak tournament that Glacier Peak hosts uh, attracts uh, probably the best field uh, of teams um, uh, around the state. Uh, that'll that'll happen again this week. But Lennon Christian, I mean, there's a great matchup on 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 tap here very early in that tournament. It's Tumwater and Tahoma, um, two really good point guards. Two you know one young and up and comer in Tahoma with Hope Hassman and. That, and that Tumwater team with, you know, uh, you know, Ariana Mandala and, and, and Natalie Sumrock uh, right there, you know, knocking on the door for a 2A state championship, I think. So um, some really good holiday tournament matchups. Um, looking forward to going to the last couple of days maybe of Auburn tournament and watching boys basketball. So we're, we got your basketball coverage and all our rankings are finally out. Um, so look at make sure to see if your favorite team has made our top 10 or is knocking on the door there. And then obviously we have some all classification stuff coming out. 
around the first of the year. Yes, like you said, uh, your power rankings, SB Live's top tens for every classification, 1B through 4A, all six. Your girls' top tens are all published. And the boys' top tens, uh, which I oversee, are also all published. They were just published uh, in the last couple days. The Bs were published last week. But games are underway. We will not update those until the new year once we've got a real feel uh, for how these teams uh, are looking. We've got some great, great, great matchups here uh, in all these tournaments we've mentioned. That Sundome shootout, I'm really looking forward to seeing, uh, you know, some good games like Linden takes on a short man, Ellensburg. We'll get to kind of see what Linden's made of a little bit on the boys' side. Zilla boys take on Port Angeles, a team that's challenged itself real early uh, at the 2A level. Uh, and then we've got Mark Morris and point guard Deacon Dietz, uh, who is a tremendous, has a tremendous motor, a great athlete, goes and takes on Sela, uh, which has a couple of new peppers uh, taking center stage. Uh, is always great. So uh, lots to look forward to. Be tuned on to the site, scorebooklive.com slash Washington and the SB Live Sports app. Todd, thank you for hopping on with me here uh, on, on this Sunday. You got in really late from Las Vegas last night, uh, and, and it was just so much fun to follow along with your coverage uh, with Lance Smith's video work uh, and, and with some great photos from that event too. So uh, lots of fun. And hey, what a fun football season we covered, you know, starting here, talking, previewing, breaking down every classification in August. Uh, it feels like a long time ago at this point, but uh, at the same time, it feels like we kind of just snapped our fingers and here we are and it's December 19th. Yes, it was. And happy holidays to you. Happy holidays to all our readers and our listeners and all our freelancers and photographers, you know, Vince Miller, shout out to him. He's everywhere. Um, making sure we look, we look good visually. So um, happy holidays. 2022 is right around the corner. We're looking forward to getting back at it. Absolutely. Everyone have a great, great, great holiday season, a Merry Christmas, and everything. For SB Live Sports and SB Live Washington, I've been Andy Bueller. He's been Todd Millis. We will see you on this podcast in the new year. podcast is brought to you by SB Live Sports, your national hub for high school sports news and information. Subscribe for free wherever you get podcasts. If you do it on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a rating and a review to help us best serve you, the listener. You can find our website at scorebooklive.com slash Washington. There you'll see news, features, highlights, podcasts, and everything in the world of high school sports across this state. As always, a big shout out to our sponsor, Washington Federal. Thanks to Dan Dickow and Todd Millis for bringing the heat every week. This song you're hearing is by the band Woodrow. It's called So Far Away. It's written by James Schroeder, Carl Johnson, and my dad, Matt Bueller. I'm Andy Bueller. We'll be back next week. take a moment to tell you about something really exciting for high school sports fans across the country. SB Live Sports has launched a free iPhone and Android app featuring the latest high school sports news here in Washington and across the country. 
With the SB Live Sports app, it's now even easier to follow your favorite team and tailor your experience to your interests. With real-time scores and news alerts, as well as video highlights, podcasts, photo galleries, rankings, game coverage, and much more, the app delivers on the content you want in one convenient place. The SB Live Sports app features exclusive content from on-the-ground reporters across the country, and it's the number one source for Washington high school sports fans with coverage from reporters Todd Millis, myself, Andy Bueller, as well as SB Live's preeminent basketball mind and recruiting expert Dan Dickow. The SB Live Sports app is available at no charge in the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. Download it today.